Kayla, how do I pray? How do I talk to God? I can't pray like he does, like she does. What do I even say to God? Today, I'm taking you through the five things I say to God every single day. And my prayer is that within the next 20 minutes, you will experience some freedom, some relief, and also a push of accountability in your own relationship with God. It's time to talk. Welcome to His Word, My Walk, where my desire is to ignite your spirit, elevate your mind, and yes, even challenge your body. I'm your host, Kayla, just your girl next door, Christian mentor and life coach. For the next 20 minutes, I'll be here in your ear to drop some truth, encourage you, lift you up, and share insight from my own life about how God's Word and my daily walk go together. So lace up your sneakers, head out the door, and let's get into it. All right, y'all, this is a bit of a different style of episode for me, but I'm really excited to share it. You know, I get asked a lot of questions about spending time with God. Kayla, how do you do it? Like, how do you actually spend time with God? What do you write in that journal every day? What do you read in the Bible? How do you just talk to God? How do you pray? Just tell me all the things. I don't get it. And I want to encourage you today, if nothing else, the bottom line is that if you have a relationship with God, you've got to recognize that that relationship is real. And if you believe it's real, then treat it that way. And when you really start treating it that way, that's when you can really grow. I only know this from my own experience, truly, even spending many years faithfully going to church, serving in ministries, even earning a second degree in all things Bible and working for a large church full time, I never experienced growth in my relationship with God like I have in the last five years. And that growth has come from two specific reasons. One, I committed to reading the Bible every single day. That was the first commitment, just to read the Bible, a commitment I had never made before. I read the Bible as the pastor preached on Sundays. I would occasionally open it to go with a devotional, and I also read it as a textbook, but never as just God and I sitting and me committing to this, to spending time with Him. But then as I began to learn and grow, I learned even more about this personal relationship I have with God, my God, my Savior, my Lord. And as I learned more about this relationship, mostly through his word, I recognized how real this relationship is. And the more I realized that, I found ways to grow. I found ways to put in some effort. I found ways to live this life, not just for God's glory, but with him and with his glory. A personal relationship with God is an incredible gift, a free gift at that. Salvation is given to us. I mean, that's incredible to really think about. I don't even know a word better than incredible, but simply incredible doesn't seem like enough. Jesus Christ died for my sins, for your sins, so that we can have this personal relationship with God. So it's time to treat it like that. Here's the thing I've realized many times as believers, we want to say we have a personal relationship with God when it's like for our benefit, right? Like I have a personal relationship with God. Nobody else can judge me or I have a personal relationship with God. I don't need to go to organized church. You want to call on that personal relationship in a way that you think benefits you. But do you know that personal relationship requires personal connection and personal commitment and personal effort too? Truly, my life has changed drastically in the past five years. Others may not be able to see it as much as I feel and know it, but I'm telling you, drastically. 
So when I'm being asked these questions over and over and over about talking with God, about praying, about spending time with Him, I know this may sound too simple, and to some who don't understand, it actually may sound too difficult, but the real 100% truth is that I treat my relationship with Him just like, well, hopefully better than, just like any other relationship I have in my life. So today I want to share with you the five things I say to God every single day, literally every single day, and not in a robotic checklist kind of way, but in a relationship kind of way. As you go through this episode, I want you to think about a friend, maybe a significant other, someone you have a relationship with, and there's a good chance you say these things to that person in your life every single day. And by the end of this episode, I pray that you will be aware and open to grow your own relationship with God by talking to him as you would talk to a friend but with all the power and all the knowledge and all the understanding that he is God. All right, let's go. First, and I actually do mean first this time, the first thing I say to God every single day is good morning. Is that too simple for you? Look, to me, it matters. So much so that when I open my journal every morning as I'm about to spend time with God in his word, I start every single day by writing good morning, God. You say good morning to people as you walk into a store, as you walk past a stranger on a walk or a hike. You say good morning maybe even as you answer the phone. You say good morning literally to people you don't even know. Now, let me preface this one a little bit. Growing up in Canada, this is something I was taught and was completely ingrained into my life from a very young age. Taught, but also modeled by my parents, by family, by friends, and yes, even by strangers. You say good morning. To this day, my mom will answer the phone, whether she recognizes the number or not, by saying good morning. Not just a simple hello, good morning. It's something I actually really appreciate about my upbringing and where I grew up. And I didn't really appreciate it until I moved to places where people didn't seem as friendly, as talkative, or even maybe as safe to speak to. Whatever the difference is, I'm often that girl walking past you and saying, good morning. I just am. So why wouldn't I say good morning to God? It just makes sense. If I'm about to begin a conversation with him, why wouldn't I say good morning? Here's the other reason I say good morning to God every day. A couple years ago, I was listening to a comedian. Now, I don't remember who it was. I'm pretty sure it wasn't a big name comedian. Otherwise, I probably would have remembered who it was. But anyway, he was making the joke about how men and women sometimes well, most times, have a different answer to the question of, hey, are y'all together? Y'all in a relationship? You know that question? And we know this is true. We just do. But he went on to joke and say, let me clarify this argument right here. Do you send a good morning text? If you send and receive a good morning text, you are in a relationship. So of course I laughed at his joke, but it was that joke that turned the table for me to say good morning to God every single morning. It was actually that joke that has me write good morning to God in my journal every day. It may seem really silly to you, but this small realization of a real relationship I have here on earth, this small realization actually changed so much for me in my relationship with God. So every single day, I say good morning to God. Also, every single day, I say thank you to God. Again, so simple. And part of a real relationship. But again, this is something that matters and makes a difference. And I want to encourage you and challenge you in this. I want to challenge you to be creative and be open in your relationship with God. If you feel like you get monotonous, like you keep saying the same things over and over and over, then first of all, you're not alone. Shoot, I've been there. I was there for years. Nearly all of my conversations with God were almost like mimicking what I heard others say, how I heard others pray. You know, thank you for this day. Thank you for this food. Thank you for the breath in my lungs. 
And don't get me wrong, a conversation with God is a conversation with God. A conversation is a conversation, and that's how to build a relationship. But when you start to grow, and if you want to grow, try to open up more than just repeating what you think you should be thankful for. Try this, and I'm not even joking. I did this last year. For 30 days, thank God for something different each day. Just try it. Write it in your day planner. Y'all, I am a paper journal and paper planner kind of girl. Write it in the notes in your phone if you want. Write it on one sheet of paper and put it on your desk or beside your bed or on the fridge. Whatever you need, but try it. 30 days thanking God for something different each day. I'm telling y'all, when I did this, I began to see things differently. I was thanking God for what might seem like the smallest and most insignificant things, but it felt so good. It felt so special. God, thank you for the invention of the medicine that I took this morning. God, thank you for the skills of people and then machines to build houses. God, thank you for the ability to fly and experience the world and see friends in such a fast way. God, thank you for the clothes in my closet and the job you gave me to earn the money to buy those clothes. God, thank you for the fresh air today. God, thank you for the... Need some more motivation? Just head to Psalm chapter 118. Here's the first verse. Give thanks to the Lord for he is good. His faithful love endures forever. And here's the last verse of that same chapter. Give thanks to the Lord for he is good. His faithful love endures forever. Y'all, I'm telling you, get creative every single day. God, thank you. Third, every single day, at some point, often first thing in the morning, well, honestly, after a good morning and after a thank you, but I say, God, I feel. I do. I really do. God, I feel. And then I let him know how I feel. My goodness, I have no problem calling a girlfriend and spilling it. Honestly, there are times I call my best friend and I just say, I just need to vent. Or I say, permission to pour it out with no judgment. Or I just take a big, deep sigh and start with, I feel and pour it out. So what about with God? I began doing this with God in my journaling time with him, but it has become a staple part of my daily conversations with him, whether I'm in a journal or out on a walk or just even when I feel like I want to call a girlfriend and vent, I know I can go to God. And to be honest, just like I do with a friend, I'm not even really asking for God to fix the situation most times. I'm not even asking him to change something. I just need to vent. I just need to get it out. I just need to tell him how I'm feeling. When it comes to telling God how you feel, sure, get it all out, vent away. But don't forget to tell him how you feel on a good day, in a great situation, when you're happy, when you're flying high, when you're just feeling the best you've ever felt. There are plenty of mornings I head to my journal and end up saying, God, I feel so rested or I feel so ready for today. Let's go. Again, each of these statements I'm encouraging you to incorporate into your day and your conversations with God. Each of them you actually use daily in nearly every other relationship in your life. So I'm just trying to open your eyes and your heart to grow your relationship with God by treating it like a real relationship and talking to him like you have a real relationship with him. Because you do. And if you're thinking like I used to, you're right. God already knows how I'm feeling. He already knows how you're feeling. But talking to him about it, inviting him in, letting it all out before him, it does matter and it does make a difference. The difference it makes is really being open to this being a real relationship. I truly cannot say that enough and will not stop saying it. This relationship you have with God is real. So treat it like it's real. Say good morning. Say thank you. Tell him how you're feeling. And fourth, something else I say to God every single day, God, 
I need your help, please. I need your help, please. Let me start off by saying this. For me, the please part is important. So often we view God as, well, as God, but also like he's just so good and wants to bless us and wants to help us. And so we forget our manners. We just ask him for help and expect him to help because he's that good. And he is, but come on, a real relationship. Use your manners. So God, I need your help, please. There are so many scriptures I could reference here about asking, asking for help. Ask and you will receive. Ask and he will do it. Ask, ask, ask. Sometimes I think we focus on the ask and you'll have it part. But today I want you to focus on the relationship part. Seriously, just say please. I'm sure you've done this with your kids or others. I know I've done it with my niece and nephew for sure when they were younger. I know my parents did it with me when I was younger. When they come with, I want a snack. Your reply is often, how do you ask nicely? Or use your manners or try again, right? And then they get it all out. May I have a snack, please? See, we do this daily with others. We teach and expect manners from others when they're asking for something. We expect respect and politeness. We expect a please when it comes to a relationship we have with others. So in your relationship with God, simply say please. Just try it. Again, asking for help is part of being a child of God. It's such an incredible benefit. Next to our salvation and assurance, I personally think it's the best part of having this relationship with Jesus Christ. He's always there to help. He will never leave me. He will never forsake me. I can come to him any time about anything and he is faithful. He's never too far from me. And even when I mess up, he still loves me. He corrects me and guides me to the right path, but he never leaves me. He is love and love helps. Something else when it comes to asking for help, this is also like a piece of surrender. Oh my goodness, how many times have you said, I can do it myself, or I got it, I got it. Why am I picturing myself struggling to open like a jar of pickles or pasta sauce? Not wanting to hand it over to someone else who has their hand out ready and willing and able to open it for me. There I am struggling, turning my hand completely red, straining as hard as I can just to try to prove a point that I can do this on my own. Seriously, what's the point? Like, what's the point I am trying to prove? And to who? I have a relationship with God. I am considered his daughter. What the heck am I doing trying to do it all by myself? What have you been trying to do by yourself? Or what have you thought you need to do all by yourself? You're not alone. And if you're thinking nobody can help you or nobody will help you, I'll flat out say it right here. You're doing it wrong. Turn to the Father. Turn to God and simply say, I need your help, please. All right, and finally, honestly, I don't want to end this list. I pray this episode is giving you some insight and some freedom and some power and some awareness and accountability to truly talk to God, to live this real relationship and to live it on purpose with him. But I'll wrap it up with one more statement. One more thing I say to God every day, and that is, I will. I will. I will blank. Fill in the blank. Although this began while journaling as well in my time with the Lord, it has made me recognize that our relationship is real even more. Who wants to be in a one-sided relationship? Who wants to be in a relationship where you feel like you're always giving and giving and giving and the other person, well, they're just continuing to ask and continuing to expect for you to give and give and give and give. That kind of relationship sucks, right? And that kind of relationship doesn't last long. But God, we treat him like this often. 
We expect him to give and give and give. And what do we give in return? What do we do to hold up our end of the relationship? How do we pull our own weight? Look, I said it plenty of times before, and I'll say it again until I can't say it anymore. This relationship with God is real, and we've got to treat it as a real relationship. A pastor I listened to for years regularly referenced the word shall from the Bible, as in God shall supply all my needs. God shall, God shall, God shall. And then right after that, he would say the word shall means that he is indebted to us. Now I'm quoting him. I heard him say this so much. Anytime a verse used the word shall, I could speak the next words for him. You know how that goes when we begin to listen to someone over and over and over. Shoot, you can probably do that with me when it comes to having a real relationship with God, right? Well, in last week's episode about overwhelm, I shared a bit about maturity and growing in maturity. And well, we often don't know we have grown in maturity until we've gone on in growth to another level. So in that season, I'm sure I quoted that same phrase over and over and over. But now, now that my relationship with God, my own relationship with him has matured even more, um, God indebted to me? What the actual God indebted to me? Does God desire to bless me, to help me, to guide me, to love me, and so much more that I can't even comprehend? Absolutely. But indebted to me? If anything, I better look at this relationship in a way that I'm indebted to him for all he has done. But even that, look, that little tangent, just to say what I have been saying all along, this is a real relationship. My goodness, am I ever glad God doesn't keep score. Could you imagine? Could you imagine if we were living in the Old Testament times before the final sacrifice of Jesus Christ? Could you imagine how many goats you would have to buy for the altar? God, I thank you that you are not a scorekeeping God. Thank you for your grace. Thank you for your mercy. Thank you for your love and your forgiveness. God, I will check myself. I will treat this relationship between us as real and I will put in effort. I will worship you and only you. And when I fall and when I mess up and when I start to go down a path different than what you have set out for me, please help me get back to your track, back to your path. You see how that works? It really is just a real conversation, but I have responsibilities now. I don't just come to God and ask him for help and then keep on living the way I was living. I have commitments to make and hopefully I have accountability. Well, definitely to him, but maybe even to a person in my life who I can trust to call me out and hold me accountable. Not judge me, hold me accountable. Look, I know you can probably fill in the blank and finish this episode for me and know exactly what I'm going to say to close it out. Because the more I say it to you, the more I'm saying it to myself. And truth be told, I also need to remind myself of this every single day. I have a personal relationship with God. And this relationship is real. And real relationships take effort and commitment. And I am willing to put in the effort. I will treat this relationship as a real relationship because that's what it is. Can you commit to that too? As you go through your days, if you need to write these points down on a list, do it. If you need to be more aware of how you speak with God, do it. If you need to schedule reminders in your phone to trigger yourself to stop and have a little chat with God at certain times of the day, do it. Whatever you need to do, do it. This relationship is the most life-giving relationship you have, period. Literally, life-giving. It's time to put in some effort. Take these five things, create your own, speak to God how you speak to anyone else you have a relationship with and do it every single day. Say good morning, say thank you, tell him how you feel, ask him for help and don't forget your manners and make commitments. Tell God what you will do, what you will commit to. 
Look, the important part of any real relationship is that it is always growing. And growth takes effort. Growth takes consistency. Growth takes time. So my final question today, are you willing to do that with God? Thank you for joining me this week. Did you know that enrollment to the Bible Time Accelerator program is always open? You can sign up for my latest free masterclass at hiswordmywalkpodcast.com or head straight to the details to enroll. And let me just say, you may have been hearing about my newest 30-day program, Bible Journaling Bootcamp. This is an incredible program to get your relationship with God to another level by journaling through your time with Him. Women's lives are being transformed in these 30 days. You can enroll today or jump on the wait list for the next round. This program fills up fast, so come on in. I would love to serve you. Let's keep in touch. Find me over on Instagram at Kayla Praise. I'll see you next time.